The popularity of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., that popularity, I think, is pretty easy to explain. People want to stay connected. They want to stay in touch with their friends, with their family members, people they love. And that is the big problem with death. At least it's the big problem with death when you look at it from a strictly human perspective. Death destroys the connection between us and those we love. Our ability to communicate with them, our ability to influence them, our ability to interact with them is taken away, sometimes very suddenly. And it hurts. All of you have known that experience during the past year, and probably many times before that. But notice what I said. I said, this is the case when we look at death from a strictly human perspective. However, we're not supposed to look at anything in this life from a strictly human per perspective, and that includes death. We're to look beyond. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered, died, and rose again from the dead. And that has changed everything. Everything, including our relationships with those who have gone before us in faith. As Catholics, we say we believe in what's called the communion of saints. We say that in the Apostles' Creed, do we not? I believe in the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. The Catechism tells us that the communion of saints is really the Church, which means the whole Church, the entire people of God, some of whom are not here on this earth at the present time. Some members of the Church are already in heaven with the Lord. Others are being made ready for heaven by passing through the purifying fires of purgatory, and the rest are here with us. So the whole Church exists in three different states or conditions. There's what's called the Church Triumphant, that's the people in heaven. There's the Church Suffering, that refers to the souls in purgatory. And there's the Church Militant, which is you and me. And we're all connected. That's the good news. Spiritually speaking, whether we realize it or not, not even physical death completely severs the bond between those who are in Christ. Catechism puts it this way in paragraph 955. It says, So it is that the union of the wayfarers, that's us here on earth, we're the wayfarers, so it is that the union of the wayfarers with the brethren who sleep in the peace of Christ is in no way interrupted. But on the contrary, according to the constant faith of the Church, this union is reinforced by an exchange of spiritual goods. This is why we ask the saints in heaven to pray for us. We believe that their prayers before the throne of God can bring us graces here on this earth. And they can. They can because we're still connected to them in the spiritual realm. 
We also believe that our prayers and sacrifices can directly benefit the souls in purgatory, helping them to be purified and thus get to heaven more quickly. This is why we have Masses celebrated for the dead. It's to help our deceased brothers and sisters who are currently in purgatory. Remember, people in heaven don't need our prayers. They've already arrived. People in hell can't be helped by our prayers because hell is eternal. The only ones that we in the Church Militant can help are those in the Church suffering in purgatory. And vice versa. The souls in purgatory, according to many of the canonized saints, can also pray for us. They cannot pray for themselves, though. They need us to do that for them. And if we do pray and do penance for the holy souls, they will know it. I believe that. They will be aware of the fact that we are helping them, which can also be a great help for us especially if our relationship with a certain deceased relative or friend was not all that it should have been. You see, if you're a Christian, it's never too late to make amends. It's never too late to demonstrate your love for another person. Every once in a while, someone, I'm sure Father Nadine's had this experience, someone will come and say, Father, I never told my dad I loved him before he died. I regret that. I wish I could have told him. I wish I could have let him know how much I cared about him. Father, I never asked my mom for forgiveness for what I did to hurt her all those years. They say these things as if they are totally cut off from their deceased loved ones. But that's not true. As I've hopefully made clear, if their loved ones are in heaven or in purgatory, they're not totally cut off from them. If their loved ones are already in heaven, they're perfectly happy and hold no animosity toward anyone. And if they're in purgatory, they will be blessed through the prayers and penances that are offered up for them, and they'll be incredibly grateful for those who are praying, for those who are doing penance, and making sacrifices. And they will no doubt pray for those persons while they're still in purgatory, and of course later on, when they finally get to heaven, and their prayers will be especially powerful. So it's never too late, praise God, it's never too late to touch other members of God's family and of our own individual families, even if they've gone home to the Lord. And in a similar way, as I've indicated earlier, they can help bring God's blessings to us by their prayers. Let me give you an example of this from my own personal experience. As some of you know, my mom died of cancer in 1990, the age of 60. In the years before her death, my mother had two great loves, the priesthood and young people, teenagers. She served a number of good priests, the kind you don't hear about in the news number of good priests for many years as the secretary of the parish I grew up in in Barrington. She prayed for priests. She offered her sufferings, including her cancer, for priests. And she did a lot of work with young people. She really loved teenagers. She did retreat work at the local CYO center in the East Bay area of the state. 
I had been in Westerly a little more than two years when Mom died. And those two years were pretty normal. Nothing really extraordinary happened in my priestly ministry. Not that it was bad. A lot of good things happened. Nothing really extraordinary. However, after my mother died, some incredible stuff began to occur here. Youth ministry, for lack of a better term, exploded. Teenagers started to come to our youth group from all over the place. Central Connecticut, an hour away. They drive an hour on a Thursday night to come to youth group. Wakefield, Narragansett, Hope Valley. And a number of these young people, one here in the sanctuary, discerned a call to the priesthood and or religious life. Now perhaps that's all a coincidence. I'm willing to admit that possibility. But I never thought so. I have always had the sense that Dolores Suriani has had something to do with all the good things that have happened here spiritually in the last 25 or so years. I can't prove it, but I believe it. Because I believe in the communion of saints. So as we pray for our deceased loved ones tonight, we should also ask them to pray for us, that we will be faithful to the Lord during our remaining time on this earth, and someday join them in the Church triumphant, the Kingdom of Heaven, where all of God's people will get together and stay together forever. <laughs>